I want you to hit me as hard as you can. On July 22, 2016, Paramount released the latest cinematic entry of the Star Trek franchise with Justin Lin's Star Trek Beyond. The film was the third entry in the J.J. Abrams-helmed soft reboot of the series, dubbed the Kelvin Timeline. Even though Beyond slightly underwhelmed at the box office, the film received generally favorable reviews from critics and fans alike, so it was no surprise when the next chapter of the Kelvin Timeline was announced shortly after the domestic release. This version of Trek 4 would have seen Chris Pine's Captain Kirk and his crew return along with the surprise return of Chris Hemsworth as Kirk's father, George Kirk. Presumably through time travel shenanigans, this would have leveraged Hemsworth's star power from a few other movies you may have heard of, and it would bring him back in a much more prominent role than his brief appearance in the start of the franchise in 09, back when Hemsworth was a relative unknown. Unfortunately, because the box office take of Beyond was the lowest of the three films, this caused Paramount to hit the pause button on the franchise and figure out what the next big screen adventure should look like. This hiatus would effectively lead to the death of this iteration of Star Trek IV. What would follow is a long development process that still has not reached its conclusion, as the cinematic adventures of Star Trek have been absent from the box office since the release of Beyond. It's worth noting that while the cinematic installments have been on ice, TV Trek has been flourishing in terms of sheer volume. The franchise currently has two live-action series with Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard, and two animated series with Star Trek Lower Decks and Star Trek Prodigy. Additionally, there seems to be more on the way as parent company Paramount positions Trek as a flagship franchise. The films themselves, however, lingered in development limbo. Then, in December 2017, writer-director Quentin Tarantino pitched a standalone Star Trek film to producer J.J. Abrams, who was so impressed with it he developed a writer's room to flesh out the story and put together a script for Tarantino himself to eventually direct. In the meantime, Tarantino would be prepping the film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. As fate would have it, however, Tarantino's Trek pitch would never come to pass. So, what happened to this exciting take from the acclaimed director? Buckle up as we boldly go where Star Trek will never go and find out. What the f*** happened to this unmade movie? Reportedly, Tarantino's pitch was heavily inspired by the 17th episode of Season 2 of the original Star Trek TV series titled A Piece of the Action. The episode aired January 12, 1968 and involved the crew landing on Sigma Iosha 2, a planet whose entire worldview is centered around gangster culture of the American 20s. During the episode, Spock discovered a book called Chicago Mobs of the Twenties, which was left on the planet by an earlier Federation crew. The native inhabitants of the planet used the book as a sort of Bible and held its contents as gospel. The planet's culture included gangster-style pinstripe suits, tommy guns, drive-by shootings, and poker. Toward the end of the episode, Kirk comes up with a plan that lands the forces of the Iotians under Federation control. A newfound crime syndicate is formed and the Federation takes 40% of the action. The Federation's cut will go to the planetary treasury that would then be used to lead the native Iotians away from the unethical and lawless mob culture. Spock was skeptical of the logic of Kirk's plan, and McCoy later realizes he has left his communicator on the planet. Kirk and Spock theorized how the Iotians will use and imitate the technology, and Kirk joked that in the next few years the Iotians may demand a piece of our action. When the Tarantino Trek project was first announced as a potential follow-up to Beyond, it did appear that the man himself would direct the film. This rumor had many wondering if this would be his infamous last film, as he had gone on record numerous times before stating that his tenth film would be his last. Some wondered if this film wouldn't count towards that ten, and the director actually acknowledged that as a possibility. 
even though many believe that Tarantino won't actually even follow his own rule and continue to direct after his 10th feature, regardless of what the film ends up being. It's unclear how closely the plot of Tarantino's pitch would fly towards the original Trek episode. But when speaking generally about the story, Tarantino himself did say, there's a gangster element to what we're doing with Star Trek thing that works out pretty good. Writer Mark L. Smith ended up turning in a script that Tarantino responded positively to. Tarantino said, I will say one thing about Star Trek that I've been waiting for someone to bring up. I don't know if I'll do it or not. I've got to figure it out. But Mark wrote a really cool script. I like it a lot. There's some things I need to work on, but I really, really liked it. Despite Tarantino's praise of Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto's performances as Kirk and Spock, it is believed that this film would not have actually had them return in those roles. Even though Quinto at one point did believe they would return, and Tarantino himself had given mixed response to the timeline question. It's also possible the original pitch did not include the Kelvin timeline actors, but the Mark Smith script retrofitted the story to be part of the Kelvin timeline. The film would have potentially played more as a prequel or expansion of sorts to that original episode. Further cementing the film's place as a unique take on the traditionally family franchise would be the R rating as Tarantino is known for, a direction that would cause some friction between the director and a certain enterprise engineer. Thanks for watching our show. If you like what you see, like this video and click on the bell to receive notifications every time a new one goes up. Now, back to the show. When asked about the potential R rating, violence and profanity Tarantino is known for, Simon Pegg, who plays Scotty in the Kelvin timeline, tried to assure people that wouldn't be the case, stating, everyone sort of assumes it's gonna be like Pulp Fiction in space, but I think his devotion to Trek and his understanding of it, it won't be ordinary. It'll have him all over it but it won't be anything a Star Trek fan will have to worry about. He has an acute understanding of the story and he'd never do anything to tear it down. I haven't read the treatment yet, but I might be able to in the next couple of weeks, so I'm excited about that. Pegg's quote, however, rubbed Tarantino the wrong way. And speaking to Deadline, Tarantino said, I get annoyed at Simon Pegg. He doesn't know anything about what's going on and he keeps making all these comments as if he knows about stuff. One of the comments he said, he's like, well, look, it's not going to be Pulp Fiction in space. Yes, it is. If I do it, that's exactly what it'll be. It'll be Pulp Fiction in space. That Pulp Fiction-y aspect, when I read the script, I felt I have never read a science fiction movie that has that shit in it, ever. There's no science fiction movie that has this in it. And they said, I know, that's why we want to make it. It's, at the very least, unique in that regard. Tarantino's quote made waves, and Pegg was asked about it. Pegg responded, I was just saying the opposite of what people were assuming it was going to be. Then I heard the story that Quentin was mad at me. I haven't read his treatment yet, but I've heard it's very Quentin Tarantino does Star Trek, you know. And it's everything you would hope from that. Indeed, there seems to be a reconciliation between the two. Pegg said, I saw Tarantino at a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing. I was like, you're not mad at me, are you? He was like, no, man, no. The press are blowing it all out of proportion. We had a good laugh about it. As time has gone by, it's apparent that the studio was in a throw-everything-at-the-wall-and-see-what-sticks mode with the Star Trek franchise after Beyond. While Tarantino's film was in development, British director S.J. Clarkson, perhaps best known for directing installments of Marvel's Jessica Jones and the Defenders series, would go on to be attached to direct the Pine and Hemsworth starred Trek IV. A separate film from Noah Hawley, the showrunner behind the Fargo TV series, would go into development as well. The S.J. Clarkson-directed Trek IV would eventually break down in negotiation talks with Pine and Hemsworth, as it is widely believed that Paramount and Skydance wanted to lower the budget of the film after the relative disappointment of Beyond. Hemsworth would tell Variety that he turned down the project because he was unimpressed with the script. Holly's Trek was rumored to use a new crew and reportedly have thematic connections to the original Trek series in the same way his Fargo show has thematic connections to the Fargo film. 
As time went on, Emma Watts was named the president of Paramount Pictures and immediately inherited a difficult situation as she was now in charge of figuring out what to do with the Trek franchise. In August of 2020, one of her first steps was to scrap Holly's film, as the script involved a deadly galactic virus which was seen as problematic in the time of COVID-19. Holly stated that before it was cancelled, his film was very close to production, and he was planning to move to Australia where filming was set to take place. In 2020, Tarantino seemed to confirm that he was not directing his gangster Trek project and was steering away from it, but maintained it was a good idea for a Star Trek film and would give notes on the first cut if the film was made. So while we don't know for sure what exactly happened to the project, there are clues along the way that give us some insight. The first is that the film was put into development when parent company Paramount did not know how to move forward with the franchise and was trying to cast a wide net to see where the potential hits were. The project could also have not had the necessary steam to get to the finish line, as Tarantino made Once Upon a Time in Hollywood his priority, with many doubting he would direct the film at all given the self-imposed importance of his tenth feature. Without Tarantino as director, it is likely the project was less appealing for the studio, as it would need to find a new director with potentially less brand name power and unique cinematic take. It's also possible that studio head changes were the cause, as they often are, with projects the old guard found exciting being tossed out in favor of those birthed under new executives. Indeed, the studio seems to now want to position its cinematic entries as main tentpoles, which would not have fit Tarantino's specific gangster take. Undoubtedly, this seems to be at least part of the reason the film was canned, as Paramount surveyed audiences and found that there was a lasting audience enthusiasm for the Kelvin Timeline crew. Watts pushed hard for Matt Shackman of WandaVision fame to be hired to direct a new installment, and on February 15, 2022, during Paramount Investor Day, it was announced that the Kelvin Timeline crew would return in Shackman's Star Trek IV. The project is said to be moving at warp speed and is aimed for a December 22, 2023 release date. Only time will tell if this is finally the one that sticks to the wall, but it definitely seems likely. Unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, depending on who you ask, the Tarantino project did not live long and prosper. But while it looks like this pitch will not end up as a Tarantino-directed feature film, there is always a small chance the idea could morph into new life down the road. For a glimpse into what the project might have been like, one need only watch a back-to-back -back feature of A Piece of the Action and Pulp Fiction, then imagine Captain Kirk dropping an F-bomb or two.